When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Hi, Susie! Hi, Maisie! Oh, we're back. We're back! <sighs> It was a good weekend for the football, wasn't it, mate? It was a good weekend for the football. Not a good week to be a manager of a certain football team. Yeah, I mean, we've got no manager. We've got no manager at Brighton. What did she do wrong? That's what I want to know. Not win any games. Listen, she's only been in the job since the end of the last season. Yeah, I mean, we've got so much to unpack on this this podcast. So uh, I've got two full suitcases. Oh yeah, of football hot takes. Yeah. Get them out. Bursting at the scenes. Get them out. They're over the baggage allowance. Oh, you wouldn't believe it. She's trying to cram it into that weird little thing that the EasyJet people make you cram it into. (laughs) It does fit. It It does fit. I think you'll find. I think you'll find. Don't charge me £45. Oh, I've had many a row with an EasyJet employee. And wearing orange today. I thought you were doing a shift after. (laughs) (laughs) Should we do the show? Go on then. to Big Kick Energy with Maisie, Adam and Susie Ruffle. You are right. Yeah, I am. I mean, it's a lot of feelings, isn't it, the There's old football? There's a lot of feelings. There's a, a lot, lot of feelings. Of feelings. Should we start off by doing our broadcaster broadcasting? I mean, we've been doing it that way for, for all the episodes. It's the It'd only format point now. in the whole of the show. It, yeah, we've got to keep some <laughs> level of structure. Match day results for the 3rd and 4th of February. Aston Villa 2, Bristol City 2. Manchester United 2, Brighton and Hove Albion, nil. I'm so sick of saying that. (laughs) West Ham United, two. Arsenal, one. I cannot wait to talk about this one. Uh, Man City, two. Leicester City, nil. Liverpool, one. Tottenham, one. Chelsea, three. Everton, nil. What a huge surprise! Oh my God, they're just unbelievable, aren't they? Yeah, they're just on the form of their lives. What a great week for football. We've had everything. We've had sacked managers. We've had managers chucking a wobbler because they're out. Yep. Mark Skinner. We've had some worldy goals. Man City. Yeah. And their theatrics this weekend. Yeah. I mean, you say that I'm the one for the stage, but... Oh, Lauren yeah. Hemp and Chloe Kelly, what they were doing, they were like can-can girls. Yeah. Incredible stuff. <laughs> uh, that actually is how I'm going to start describing you on stage. You're very Man City to watch <laughs> on stage. It's, it's all the acrobatics. Nice flashes, yes. good at corners. <laughs> oh my God, you'd, you'd love this. Yesterday at our, at our game, 4-0. Mercy plays. How long did I manage this time before I mentioned how, how I football? Two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. Leona, one of my teammates, got hit in the face at quite short range with a really hard ball Ooh. right in the face to the point where we all ran over to be like are you, you okay? okay they had to do the whole concussion check looking in her eyes right how many fingers all of this and <laughs> stop was... it <laughs> behave <laughs> behave uh, anyway the first question Leona asked as like her eye is swelling in real time oh. we can see it getting bit. her first question was are my lashes okay I only got them done yesterday 
Incredible. Fair play to Incredible. the A&E. Were her lashes all right? They were, I would say, Katie Zellum levels of lash. Well, I was just about to say, when Zellum... How did she cut? She cut above her yeah, eyebrow she did, at the yeah. tail end of uh, <laughs> tail end of last year and put like a band. She looked like Mr. Bump, didn't she? Just had a band around her yeah. head. Then like put on Instagram, don't worry, babes, the, the, the brows are fine. And I just loved Katie Zellum even more. Oh, absolutely. Man right. United had a good uh, have had a good week, haven't they? Well, let's talk about Man United. I mean, our on, absolute hero. And friend of the show. Friend of the show. <laughs> Nikita Parrish. She doesn't know us. She's never met us. She doesn't know this exists. You, you know, I'm know such that. a huge fan of her. I just think she's such a great gal. Nikita Paris, built off of, of last week where we were saying she is trying to cement herself back into the into the going, you cannot ignore me. She I mean, only she, she only cemented. does it again this week. She is cemented as hard as she can be now. She and like I couldn't help watch that game. She was I mean, I'm gonna sound like I know what I'm talking about, but it felt like she was finding space. You do know she, what you're talking about, Susie. She was she just looks top level. Yeah, she does. She just looks top level and so another two she goals. Looks, she makes it look easy. Yeah, she does. She's very calm on the ball, isn't she? Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. And it's the same as when we watched, well, a week ago now when we were at the Brighton Chelsea game. Oh yeah. Similar thing with some of the Chelsea players who were very confident where the confidence to slow things down yes. and decide what you're going to do. Yeah. But it does make such a difference yeah. in the pace of the game. Yeah. And that's the thing with her. It feels like she's... She's got the confidence to slow it down. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Maze? Because I was watching that and I was thinking, Viegman's got to be watching this going... 100%. She's got to get... She Four must, goals in two games. She's got to be looking at being back in the squad. She's got to be looking at it. Last week was something. To, mm. get, to get those two goals was incredible yeah. against Villa... They were really, really good goals. And then she just does a repeat, a carbon yeah. copy of it against Brighton. The tricky thing is... Whose space is she going to take? Whose space is she going to take? Who would you lose in that squad to put Nikita Paris in? I don't know, but it just feels like... Would she be in the contention as a super sub? Oh, yeah, for sure. But th- but even then, the the thing we've always said about England is the, that that bench was always so strong. The bench yeah. was... So you, you're going to have to take one of those off. Yeah. It's tricky. It's tricky. But it's good competition. And if you were any of the superstar strikers in the Lionesses, you'd be... Do you think they're... they're squeaky bum time, for sure. Do you think? Yeah, 100%. Do you you're think the, Russo's looking at that going, oh, God, I really could do getting one in today? And we've seen Which before... she did later on, but... But we've seen before, Serena Wiegmann is a, is a manager who isn't afraid to shake it up. No. There was a lot of players, Nikita Paris being one. Yeah. You look at the fact of Steph Horton, captain yes. England all that time, and then out of nowhere... Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Serena Wiegmann is, is quite ruthless, and, and just because you've played under her for several tournaments doesn't mean you get an automatic... Do you think that's why she's so brilliant, that she's so sort of cutthroat? I mean, we were talking about this with the Beckham doc, weren't we, with that Alex Ferguson being oh, very cutthroat. that bit where Beckham says there's definitely a love between them and then it cuts to Fergie and he's just like, no, it's not a love, it's very much a colleague. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh. But is that, you know, is, is that what makes a manager great? I don't know. I think I think there's just loads of different styles of management, isn't there? Like Emma Hayes always seems so personally invested well, in the yeah. players. And we've seen her speak up for people like Frank Kirby, it, Laura it. James. There's it feels a very, like she's a family. Yes. Yeah, it does feel like that. Chelsea doesn't feel like a squad that's very colleague vibes. It's no, very, it's, we're a family, I it's think. It's really cohesive, isn't but it? But I, I think it works in different ways under different managers. I mean, look at Brighton without a manager. I don't think Melissa Phillips was the problem. I think I agree with a lot of the people who, who were reacting to Melissa Phillips's. It was a sacking. I don't know why they it phrased sacking, it as yeah. um, she's left the club. Like because we she, asked her to. Yeah. <laughs> 
here's the thing. It's, it's about resources, right? Uh-huh. It's about money. It's about I think there's bigger time. problems at that club. The, the team that we can afford. Yeah. I don't think she was doing a great job, but I don't think... And, and I did actually say to you on the drive home from that Brighton game, didn't I? 100% you, you said... I said I think she'd... I think she'd she should be a bit worried about getting a P45 here. And literally two days later, you text saying, I'm right. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not happy no. about her leaving the club. It does feel premature. But Mays, and I think there's bigger problems at that club that are out of... Yes, we've got no money. Food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've, you obviously have got like, you know, your eye across football for a long time and, you know, with the men's game as well. When this happens with a manager, yeah. when a manager leaves sort of mid-season, does it leave a team quite sort of rudderless? Yeah, 100%. And what... And, and, and lack, of, th- lack of identity as well, I right. think. Because the guy that's taken over from... Melissa Phillips. The oh, this Mikey Harris. That's it, yeah. Mikey Harris, yeah. Like, how much of a stamp can he really put That's on it? Because it. it's going to be like a temp job, it's gonna, right? It's going to feel like a substitute teacher. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's yeah, it's he's doing sort of, you well, know, the, the whole squad leave. are aware that you're not... Yeah, the whole squad are kind of aware that you're not the person taking over the job. You're the in-between. So there's, so there's this like, weird, like, limbo, I think, that squads find themselves in. Mm. And I think there's also there's a lack of identity when you when you lose your manager because as as we said they've all got very different styles of managing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be really interesting to see how Chelsea changes a team when Emma Hayes goes because yes. it'll be a different person at the helm so it'll be a different vibe. Do you think they'll try and find someone that has that sort of family vibe or do you think I don't they know. don't want to recreate it? I don't know. I think if you try and go for that you end up being disappointed. Yeah, because it's not it's not the way Emma was with it. Uh, and if you go for right the other way, that could really, really upset some players. You know, yeah. uh, that that's not what they're used to at, at, at Chelsea. And it's the same with Brighton. They're, I mean, they've had, I can't remember the exact number, but in the last like 18 months, two years, Brighton have had a ridiculous amount of managers and none of them have been able to fix the problem, which is why I don't think it's a managerial problem, really. I think I think it's bigger. I think there's there's, there's problems with the board mm-hmm. uh, as you say the, the money that's been spent you have to look at maybe like has it been spent in the right places yeah but also when you've gone through that many in such a short time you f- you do feel rudderless is the word and you you feel without an identity if you've got a manager who has been there for a while i know we keep mentioning but emma hayes mm-hmm. that's a real identity mm-hmm. um, my men's team Leeds United we had this sensational manager Marcelo Bielsa and it really changed the way we played football they called it Bielsa ball because it was such a, a specific way of playing when Marcelo left the club we went through three managers in quite quick succession because it couldn't quite recreate what we did have mm. and 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 they, it didn't have that identity and you could see the players feeling a bit sort of disenfranchised with no clear direction and no clear identity as a as a squad there needs to be a whole reset i think at brighton but who knows maybe maybe it'll happen maybe it'll happen six managers in 18 months brighton have had and that's that's some big names as well you know you've had your hope powells in there yes like, yes there's there's big names that have come in and it's felt like there's so much work to be done and none of those six could have done it yeah it's beginning to feel like it's not a manager problem, problem. it's bigger but this is football this is football. You got to love the the low times as well as the high times. Absolutely, and, and I'm sure. And I'm sure better days are ahead. And a second shout out to Nikita Paris, who has been so brilliant. How many goals has she scored? Twelve Mays? goals. Twelve. Yeah. There's no way Serena Vigman isn't looking up, going, 
that's pretty impressive. And she's still no, the same number. And the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hi, babe. <laughs> On WhatsApp. They're still your number. Um, <laughs> the, your, uh, if you're a striker, you're absolutely getting nervy looking at them numbers tallying up. Definitely. Okay, so that's United Brighton. I mean, is that your game of the week? Was it, oh, I thought it was your game of the week. Yeah, I think it would be. I think it would be. I want to talk about Arsenal-West Ham. Of course. We love an upset. We love it. Yes, it's great. Now, I'm going to say something to you, which six months ago, you couldn't imagine me saying. Uh, I think you're really good on stage, Maze. <laughs> I've always thought you were good on stage, you know, in your own way. Um, <laughs> that is so mean. <laughs> you're fantastic. Don't say it high pitch. You're fantastic. You're fantastic. You're fantastic. Thank but, you. do you know what West Ham did? What? They read the game, they changed their formation, and they created a back wall. Who who are you and what have you done with Susie Ruffle? It was incredible. West Ham. You just used the words back wall, formation, and read the game. Right, okay. I'm so proud. The West Ham manager, now it's Rihanna. Are you going for the Brighton job? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I finished my tour, haven't I? I need something to do. (laughs) So I think Rihanna Skinner, manager of West Ham. Yeah has been watching Arsenal with yeah. such a clinical eye. This game was really, really important to them. They haven't never beat them in the WSL. This game was huge oh for West Ham. God. They knew exactly... Where to go. Exactly. Where to go with it. 100%. They knew what their front line was. I what think they, was their formation? Their formation was 5-3-2. Five, 5-3-2. Three, two. Five, so they had just a wall a, a, at yeah, the back. Yeah. You and shall not pass. Precisely that. Precisely that. It was such... Good defending. And also, Mackenzie Arnold, who is in goal yeah. for West Ham, yeah. she's in Matilda. Yeah. She played a blinder. Those saves. She played an absolute blinder. So, did you watch much of the game? A little bit. You saw a little bit of it. Right, okay, so bring you up to speed. Arsenal were trying. Yeah. So, it went... That's good Russo, Yeah, Russo post. Russo, I think, into her hands. Oh, man. Then Miedemar, Miedemar. It was third time lucky for Russo. She finally got one in. And that was moments before the um, interval. <laughs> Before the halftime ice cream. Before the halftime, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then some teams would have gone off and taken that. They came back fighting. West Ham rallied. Yeah. They absolutely rallied. Uh, Viviana Sayi. Oh my God, what a player. What she is a player. in fine form she at the moment. She is absolutely fantastic. She's so good. And look, Arsenal were trying. You know, they were taking it back up the pitch. But the clinical way that Rianne Skinner looked at that Arsenal team and made her team... Yeah. Because... That, you know, we all know Arsenal can be... defensive game. Yeah. It, it's almost as if... You, but a defensive the, game where they still scored that's twice. That's it. You'd you think if, if with that formation, the onus is on um, not letting them score. Yeah. And, uh, you know, aiming for a nil-nil draw or yes, something. Yes. But to score with those goals as well, like, unbelievable. I saw a great stat, which was... Despite 23 shots to West Ham's four, they couldn't get through West Ham's defence. 23 shots from Arsenal... One goal, four shots from West Ham, two goals. That's incredible, isn't it? That's good football, isn't it? That is really good football. And, and I mean, what's that going to do, Maze, to the team? Like To West that, Ham? Yeah. yeah. Like, that must give them... Obviously, it gives them a boost up the table, which is brilliant. Much needed. M- isn't it? Yeah. Very, <laughs> isn't it? very needed. It's the morale, isn't it? It's yeah. Like, at this point in the season... You need a win like that. And to to get it over any team for West Ham would have been a good morale boost. To get it against Arsenal? Yeah. Massive. Yeah. Absolutely massive. My friend, who's a big fan of West Ham, we were messaging about it afterwards and he said, sometimes our team 
really need to be facing relegation to pull their finger out. It's mad, isn't like, it? Like, it, yeah. it's just, they, yeah. there's been, a, there's, they found a new gear and I'm really excited for the, this part of the season Definitely. for them because it feels exciting. I mean, it's exciting for Christy Mewis who's come over is. and it's like, oh, oh she wasn't, she was she, was she she not playing. She got no stage time yesterday. She got no stage time. She was she was still understudy, was she? She was still understudy. Maybe a swing. <laughs> I don't know. But one thing I will say for Arsenal, love that new kit. Absolutely love that new oh, kit. Really? Think, oh, really? Looks You're a fan. It looks really great. Um, right. Well, that's Secret Santa sorted. Woo! Um, <laughs> in February. Well, it's moved them up to ninth. You talk about being near the relegation zone. That, with that win, moves them up to ninth. But it's also with that win and us yeah, losing. Yeah. There's only Bristol City below us now. Yeah. Which is tricky. I don't know. Any other games that you wanted to mention? I thought it was really nice of Jordan Nobbs to get on the score sheet for yes. Villa. Yeah. Very, very good. Uh, and for Bristol to hold them. Yeah. To all. Yeah. Very, good. very needed. Yeah. I think it's worth saying just quickly that Man City Leicester game. I thought Leicester <gasps> played really well. Yeah. Like, in the first half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it all And then it all went apart. a bit. I mean, they had a bit of a shocker like we did last week in Brighton. Yeah. Where they looked really confident in the first half. They really, you know, they're, they're and then playing it's as if they really sort well. of took the foot off and went, well done us. We'll, we'll call again, it a day here. What we were talking about, like, you know, is that about the training? Isn't it about, you know, the, mindset. the endurance? Yeah. All that sort of thing. But, I mean, we've got to just very briefly mention the two goals that are in that Man City game. Unbelievable. Hemp. I think someone said it was a scorpion kick. Yeah. I mean, just fantastic. And then Chloe Kelly. I don't understand the physics of it. I love it I don't it when understand the physics of it. Yeah. But she scored a goal from the corner. What an absolute legend. Lashes intact. Brows intact. <laughs> goal right in the back of the net. Chloe Kelly. I'm a huge fan. Huge, huge fan. We've actually got a match report from Lauren Thomas oh. who went to that game. They witnessed the absolutely brilliant corner goal from Chloe Kelly. Uh-huh. City had only just gone 1-0 up and had won a corner. Chloe set it up and killed it straight into the goal perfectly. It was brilliant to see. What a player. A great way to celebrate my son Thomas's birthday with a win and a great goal. Oh, happy Very, birthday, Thomas. Yeah, happy birthday, Thomas. Very jealous that you went to that game. That would have been wonderful to Yeah, watch. can you imagine the roar? Yeah, I know. When that I know. went in. Is this a title race, Suze? I don't know what that means. Yes, you do. Who's going to win? Who's going to win the league? But I mean, obviously Chelsea are are top, but this was City's seventh consecutive win. We were saying on the way to the podcast, they are playing really, really good football. Man City? Man City. Oh, yeah. Really, really good. But is it like, who's getting bronze and silver? Chelsea are not too too ahead, are they? Three points. I mean, that's not that much, is it? it? No. Well, it's one win. So all you need is... Well, what's the goal difference looking like? Are it's kind of like sure? who blinks first, isn't it? It's like it's a, it's a bit of a game of chicken here. If you're Man City, <laughs> you're really hoping you can continue these wins, and all you need is one loss from Chelsea, mm-hmm. and you're in. Yeah, I mean, so it's holding the nerve. Look, is my I point. Love that Chelsea team, but it would be really exciting to see. Love an upset. Some, it would be lovely to see someone else at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, I think Arsenal might be uh, fumbling though, which is mad when we think about the players that they've got. Like. Yep. What's the story there? Because they have got arguably some of the most exciting players I in guess, the country. Could you make the argument that because they've had all of these returns to the game from Meadmar, Mead, Williamson, yeah, uh, it's not rocked the boat, but rocked their rhythm a little bit. Yeah, I think that probably could be quite true. Also, they've someone left this week, didn't they? Jen Beatty has gone. Jen Beatty, who I love. Oh. Love Jen Beatty. Gone out to play in America. US Bay. The US Bay. Ever heard of it? US Bay. I mean, sure. I can imagine I think there's the a lot of bays, bays there. Sure. 
first joined Arsenal in 2009, won a league title, Whoa. two FA Cups, two League Cups before moving on to Montpellier, Man City and Melbourne City. She came back to North London in 2019 and uh, her most recent appearance, just a few days before, when um, her and Leah Williamson, did you see this? They posted this video of themselves singing Kelly Clarkson's Breakaway. Yes. Which now seems like a hint. I hadn't put two and two together. I know. I know. Now she'll be singing some country music. Oh, could she yeah. In the States. Oh, my God. Imagine if that's the direction. Like, <laughs> who who else has done that in football? Terry Venables, he did a bit of singing, didn't he? You might now get Jen Beattie doing country music. Yeah, or Barry Things from we love EastEnders. Or Barry from EastEnders. Uh, I think that's the only time Jen Beattie's been compared to Barry from EastEnders. I think that's fair. Yeah. Any other games? Chelsea-Everton. I mean, Chelsea 3-0, it was to Chelsea. They're just so bloody good. They are so good. They, they had two penalties... Two, two goals on penalties. Um, That's I the mean, last thing they need, isn't it's it? It's the last thing they need, but, they, but I was watching it. So they've got that new brilliant player. Oh, Ramirez. That's we loved one. watching her. We loved watching her. And like, watching her run, Maisie, it's like, get out of her way. She is, boom, yeah. gone. Yeah. One of the uh, penalties was because of shirt pulling, but it did really look like the Everton player was going, no, no, I can't give up. <laughs> come please, back. Come back. <laughs> I really related to that. I think sometimes, you know, when you're, even if you're playing... At the top level, still sometimes you're like, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a turn. No, it's not fair. We were talking before the show because you just mentioned then Ramirez running. I saw my run in a video yesterday. Oh my God, you're right. Somebody felt, yeah, I now understand why you always bring up the, the size of my limbs. I don't always bring up the size. I just talk about you being tall. Long, long is the word you use all the time. You go, you're just really long. It's like doing a podcast with Mr. Tickle. <laughs> I've now, thanks to this podcast, I've now got the nickname at my football team, Spaghetti Legs. But that's not my fault. Well, I, I, I think it's a lot to do with your football. But the point is... Do you want me to start calling you Meatball? No. Okay. No, that, that is not where I'm going with this. Well, I'm just trying to be your friend. I, I watched Parmesan. a video yesterday. <laughs> Say when. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I did an... Ex- I, I'm going I'm to brag here. I did an exceptional cross yesterday to assist Ash fellow striker mm-hmm. to get the goal 4-0 I don't know if I mentioned it 4-0 yeah, four, four, four but uh, Leona off of are my lashes okay yeah not off of the X Factor <laughs> no not Leona Lewis she doesn't play for Seagulls though she's very welcome to have a trial if you're listening Leona <laughs> of course we were going to end up wanging X Factor in somehow somehow um, but oh my god Leona filmed it and I watched it back it's you know like when you hear your voice on an answer machine you go I don't sound like that surely my run it's not good it's not good. You're just long. I don't think it's a problem. You've got great legs, Maze. Yeah, but, but it, it doesn't look like that when I run. It it looks like I've just learnt to run Yeah, recently. it looks like Bambi, but Bambi I'm, learning I'm, to walk. I've got a marathon to do in April. How am I going to run like that? The In the clip that I've seen, I'm running 10 yards. She's doing the How marathon. I, I don't know if you've heard. 26 miles running like that. Well, I don't know. I imagine... I'll wipe people out. <laughs> so you're going to end up doing a good time. That's how I'll win. <laughs> um, oh. Did I tell you what my PT said to me? Go on. I've got a, I've got a PT, no oh, big deal. bloody hell. I said I'd really like to learn to like jog properly. I'd like to do some runs, you know. And Turns uh, out it's harder than it looks. It's harder than it looks. I want to be able to run down the beach, you know. Yeah. Wind in my hair. <laughs> You want to be on Baywatch? I do. Also, running on, pebbles, running on pebbles is not the one. 
running on a beach is 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 no. You, I mean you can on the promenade. Good. Oh right. Oh, on the old I see. Prom. I thought you meant running on the pebble beach. No, no one looks good running on pebbles. I'm, I'm not going to be running on pedals, babe. Oh, okay. Pedals, pedals, pedals. Why are you running on pedals? Uh, <laughs> Go on. You you were chatting to your PT. What your PT said? She well, she I, videoed I can't help me. You. <laughs> she videoed me from behind running. <laughs> I, I did give her consent, and uh, then she showed it back to me. Do you know what she said? What? Well, as you can see, you've got mincing hips. <gasps> How can you have mincing hips? Don't know. Do you think it's like mint sauce with my lamb? Did you? What was your response to this? I spend a lot of time with gay men. Oh. <laughs> Did you blame Tom Allen? Yeah. <laughs> you've got mincing hips. It means How that they're, are they're, they're, they're wiggly. Are you like I'm hula-hooping whilst you're, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whilst just... you're running? Yeah, I'm hula hooping while I'm running. You think that's what's stopping me? Yeah. You think that's why I can't get I rid of them? I thought my run was bad, but yours sounds horrific. Yeah, it really does. Mincing hips. Yeah. I mean... Drag name. That, that's a great drag name. <laughs> Please welcome to stage. It's Mincing Hips. <laughs> I am what I am. All <laughs> oh, right. Right. Um, I don't want to call you Pacey anymore. I want to call you Mincy, but I think no. that's a hate crime. I think... Go careful. <laughs> We should very quickly mention some other results. It's yes, not please. all about the WSL. Absolutely. In the championship, notable win was for Reading, who beat second place Sunderland. League leaders Charlton were held to a draw by Lewis. Go on the Rooks. Go on the Rooks. Who gained a much needed point. I mean, it is much needed. Three would be preferable next time, yeah, Lewis, if you, you can. No worries if not. <laughs> What about the Scottish Premier League, Suze? There were no games in the Scottish Premier League last weekend. So Glasgow City remains third behind second place Celtic and Rangers on top. And let's not forget our Welsh friends. In the Welsh Adran Premier League, the top three remain Cardiff, Swansea and Wrexham. A very happy Ryan Reynolds. A very happy... And the other one, Rob McElhenney. McElhenney, that's it. McElhenney. Do you know, have you watched Hacks? No. Oh, God, it's so good. Is it? He's married to one of the women in Hacks. Oh, who's also in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Ah, lovely stuff. If you're not laughing, you're learning. What else was in the news? Melissa Phillips is gone. What do you think she does now? She on, like, gardening leave. (laughs) Do you know what gardening leave is? What's that? Oh, it's like when you've got a proper job, not like us. Yeah. And you move from one company to another. If they think you might, like, take clients with you. Gardening leave? They call it gardening leave. Why gardening? Well, I suppose because you do a bit of gardening. You're not allowed to do anything. So if you were like, I don't know, say you worked in telly or something and you were going from one big production company to another, you might have to have a bit of gardening leave so that you don't take the talent, which is the word I hate, or the ideas that you've got, that you don't like rejig those ideas and give it a new name. Right. To the new production company. So So they call it gardening. It's Melissa Phillips gardening. Well, I don't know. Does she have a garden? Where does she live? Does she live in Brighton? This is what I always think is like, she'll have got she'll have lived in Brighton to do the job. What do you uh, do? Do you just stick around in Brighton or do you have to move? The lanes are nice. The lanes are nice. But also, you don't want to be walking around and everyone being like, you got sacked. Yeah, mate, you got sacked. Do you sacked. know what I mean? I'd be a bit embarrassed. How many jobs are there for like a female football manager? The men's game? No, oh, Managers? Th- no, no. There, there was briefly one for Forest Green, but she got... Um, uh, sacked. That's the word. <laughs> What's the Why word? was I struggling for the word sack? That like she got, um, uh, yeah, let go. No, I think she'll just have to, maybe she'll work in Lush or something. Oh, you know God, I, mean? I think that would make you feel sick working in Lush. 
do you think? Yeah, or that soap. I yeah. can't stand it for so long. And you've got to be really, really friendly, aren't they? Like Lush are famously very, you, yeah. you step in and they're, hi, how are you? That wouldn't work for you this morning. No, no, no. <laughs> of all the places I wanted to be this morning, Lush was not one. It was, <laughs> uh, yes, I went for dinner last night and had quite a bit of white wine. Anyway. The white wine witch the met me on the trains this morning eating two croissants and pouring coffee directly but in why, her face. Why are you dropping me in it? Why? I had two croissants to give me a bit of an energy boost. You've smashed it. Yeah, I have. Thank you. Anyway. Why are you getting like this? Because you're calling me the white wine witch on our podcast. <laughs> and we were talking about Melissa Phillips and suddenly it's ended up on Maisie had two croissants this morning and is hung over. Anyway. I've also said you've got nice legs. God, you can't win with you. <laughs> Should we talk about the Aston Villa... Drunken spaghetti. The Aston Villa admin error. I have mixed feelings about this because as someone that has severe dyslexia and a touch of the ADHD, admin errors are very much, you know... Live and let live. My bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be, you'd be hopeless, wouldn't you? Yeah. If, if, if you, if live you, and let live. You, <laughs> live and let live. <laughs> Basically... Mark Skinner, the Manchester United manager, is very, very unhappy about this. Very, very um, angry. I've, I've given it's a shout very out. Harsh. Very, very, very harsh. Very, very harsh. I've given a shout out before to Flora Snelson, who's a brilliant football journalist who writes for the Square Ball and has a brilliant newsletter called 31-7, I believe. Sorry, Flora, if I've got that wrong. But it's a really good newsletter. Sign up to it. She's just got a really good take on, on so much in football. And she wrote a really good bit about um, Mark Skinner just always throws his toys out of his pram. He's, he, he, sorry, United fans, but it's true. He's, he's a very very moany manager and he's he's got a new thing to moan about which is that now thanks to this admin error from Aston Villa the way it's been sorted out is three points have gone to Sunderland Aston Villa are still fine though because they progressed to the quarterfinals as one of the two best placed runners up alongside Tottenham Hotspur so Sunderland through Villa through, Spurs through, but this decision knocked Manchester United out of a qualifying position with no room to appeal. So Mark Skinner's <sighs> angry because he's now out because Sunderland, who would have normally been out, they finished top of Group A because of these three points that have been given. I can see why he's angry. He is, but, but Flora made this great point in her newsletter of just going, well, a really good way to make sure that that doesn't happen is to win more games. Sometimes in football, yeah. you have just got to be the, the best. best. Yeah, that That's is... how it works. Yeah, And you, he, he does a lot of finger pointing, does does Mark Skinner. That's he does... you on the dance floor. That is me on the dance floor, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of that. It is a lot of that. Yeah, you're very Man City on stage. I'm very Mark Skinner on the dance floor. <laughs> uh, a few people got in touch with us to tell us their admin errors. Oh, I love an admin error. Um, Chloe tells us she sent a message to a senior top dog, accidentally <laughs> ending it with, love you. <gasps> no, yeah. no. We, oh. we assume that a top dog is someone at work. I'd like and to not think just so. sort of bay I'd heaven, like to think so. The dog. Oh, yeah, doing a love you. I've I've um, done that on the phone before, you know like what? on a phone call. Just been like, yep, see you, love you. And then hung up and been like, oh my God, I've just told that person I love them and I don't. So years ago, years and years and years ago, I was on a date with, I mean, this is, oh my God, this was close to 20 years ago. I was on a date with uh, my first ever girlfriend, Faye, who is still a very dear friend of mine. And I dropped her home. Had a white Nissan Micra, don't mind it. And uh, I dropped her home and uh, I said, see you later, love you, bye. <gasps> and then I went, 
I obviously don't love you, <laughs> which I think arguably made it much, much worse. <laughs> like when I went, she's one of my very best friends. Please welcome Susie Ruffle. And then as soon as you came off stage, went, just so you know, you're, you're not, not one my of my best friends. friends. <laughs> but I am. Uh, oh, my God. This, yeah, that's that's bad saying love you. It's it's up there with when you'd call a teacher by mom. accident, mum. It's, it's bad. 100%. It's bad. Uh, Kat says, I helped a friend write a cover letter for a job and signed it off McFarty face. (laughs) (laughs) I love this so much. Have you heard the story? Jill Scott's told this story loads, so I'm sure she won't mind me telling it. But um, she copied somebody's work when they were at university, like borrowed, like was like, can I borrow it? But, uh, and her friend was like, yeah, but like obviously make some changes. But um, she, she wrote it on her friend's like headed paper. So it said at the bottom, like... I think it said love Julie she wrote it you know like those thank you paper things that you can get that yeah, say love, love Julie or whatever so Jill wrote her dissertation pretty much word for word the same as Julie's and signed it off love Julie oh my gosh oh dear thank god she's so good at football oh dear thank god that's worked out the girls on the ball podcast first off delighted to know you listen to Big Kick they've written in yeah oh my god we, we love your podcast yeah do you want to do some sort of crossover? Do you want to do a collab, Ep? Yeah. Get in touch. I don't know if this is how people do it. I yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you're meant to go, this do you want to do a collab? Yeah. On our but if you do want to do a collab, if you want to drop some beats. Oh God, never say that again. Well, well collab makes it sound like we're doing like drop a Drop some beats. Yeah. <laughs> drop some beats. I, I, when you say it can only mean that you've accidentally dropped beetroot on the floor. <laughs> I've dropped some beats. (laughs) Go on, what have the girls on the ball podcast written? They've said, when interviewing Lisa Evans and Viv Miedema on Zoom for the first time, we didn't press record. No, no. The great fear. The great fear, the great podcast fear. Oh, no. And they're so hard to get hold of. Can you imagine realising what your guts would do? You've secured an interview with Miedema and Lisa Evans and... Oh, that's that's a shocker, that, isn't it? Absolutely. That is an absolute shocker. Well, listen, if you want to feel better by coming on our podcast, please do. Oh, yeah, please do. Drop big fan, beads. big fan. Um, listen, Brighton didn't win. No. But we did. we did. Well, we got three bronzes, didn't we? We got three bronzes at the Sports Podcast Awards, which we're very happy Call with. us Triple Lucy. <laughs> if you want. Um, thanks to everyone who voted for us and all the lovely messages of congratulations. We now have four awards um, I, in our I, big I really, I really like that we've, we've got these awards. Tell you what I didn't like what? is I received a screenshot from Jill Scott <laughs> just with the words ha 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 because her podcast beat us. Well, listen, yeah, a podcast with some of the most famous names in football might have a few more listeners than us. But are they talking about <sighs> formation? No. Are they talking about X Factor? Are they talking about, no. No. Are they talking about building a wall? No. Are they talking that about... That sounds like we're doing a Trump podcast. <laughs> yeah. Build a wall. <laughs> well, thank you everybody who voted for yes, us. Yes, we appreciate it massively. Now, quickly, there are still tickets for our mini tour of London on the 19th at Signature Brew Black Horse Road with our friends at Boulder FC and on the 27th of February at Comedia. And we know the Northern Dates, they're still firming up. We're really sorry. They are coming, we promise. They are coming. Don't come for us online. It's not our fault. And we're very sensitive people. Yeah, I've got an anxiety disorder. Should we dive into some emails? Should we dive in? Let's dive Let's in. Let's dive. 
got a message from Catherine in response to Brighton Beige Buffet from last week's show. Really? Uh, <laughs> don't know why I did that noise. <laughs> That's how you approach every buffet, isn't it? Way. I love a buffet. Plate in each hand. Yeah. Yeah, you just scoop with the plate, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I use my mouth as the fork. <laughs> like, like a, a bird. baby bird. <laughs> Uh, right, then you go, go and feed it to Alice like birds do, don't they? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what Just hunk it up. <laughs> uh, right, sorry. Alice uh, is my wife, not just some random woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've not been invited back to the hospitality. Uh, Catherine says, I'm Brighton and I now live in Australia. Australia, good eye. Brighton Football Club is famous for pies, though. Don't they do them anymore? No, there was quite a lack of pie, wasn't there? I didn't see any pie. I didn't see any pie. Sorry, Catherine. Sorry, sorry to, the, to, to deliver Can this news. Can someone let us know? Um, there were people with cones of chips. Yeah, there was a lot of cones of chips, actually, weren't there? I love a pie, man. Honestly, I don't think there was any pies. You had barges, you had rolls. You there had were no pies in the hospitality. Chicken we skewers. We were in the hospitality. We were in the hospitality. Emma Hayes' cousin, so... <laughs> kind of a big deal. Um, I'll tell you where it does pies. Lewis. Yeah. Yeah, they do a good pie. What are they called? The... The rooks. The dipping. Oh, the, the dripping pan. The dripping pan. Yeah. Why? Oh, something to do with where the salt was back in the day. Oh, I don't really get it. Um, sure. I thought it was to do with gravy. So I'm really sorry, Catherine. I don't think there's pies. I might be wrong, though. Listen. Let us know. If you... <laughs> listen, this is the sort of highbrow stuff we do <laughs> on this podcast. If you've been to a Brighton game and had a pie recently, do get in touch. Yeah. Thank you very much indeed. Sometimes I worry I'm too much of a northern cliche. <laughs> if you've had a pie, let us know. <laughs> Come on, mate, let's carry on. You've got gravy on your chin. Um, we've got an email from Alva Nordman. Great name. What a name. Hi, Pacey and Goosey. First of all, thank you for your brilliant podcast. I'm a relatively new fan of Brackets Women's football, and I mostly follow the WSL and international football. My other allegiances for the latter being mixed. I'm Finnish and my partner is British. And I study the Netherlands. Oh, blooming egg. So I like You're a jet all setter, of them. Alva. Um, I'm looking to go to my first game since I was about seven. I'd like to know what your preference and recommendation for seats are. Oh, yeah. The alternatives I have are on the ends of the pitch, mm -hmm. so it's nice to be lower down to see the players up close, or do you then have no idea what's happening the other side of the pitch, meaning it's better to sit up a little higher? Yep. Best regards, Alva. I uh, actually had this conversation with my husband the other day because he went to the Brighton men's game. Turncoat. Playing, playing uh, Judas. Playing Crystal Palace. And he went with our neighbour Craig, who's a season ticket holder. So they were sat, Mike said, like in the loud bit where all of the like <laughs> the rowdy the, the rowdy bits are sort of between the goal and corner flag, right? Oh, is that right? Yeah. Always. Uh more often than not. Sure. And it's certainly the case at Leeds, that's that's it. So Craig was saying that he likes to go there because it's where the vibes are. Sure. But Love vibes. They won 4-0 and Mike was like, three of the goals were at the total other end of the pitch. So, and and they're quite low down. Mm. So like, you can't do a lot of the whole viewing the formation, yep. which you're a big fan of. Of course. I personally, Alva, I love a middle seat, as in middle of the pitch. I like to go halfway yep. line. I like to watch it like you'd watch on the telly. Yes. I like to be quite high up and in the middle. And you know what? I'm going to say it. I bring my own vibes. There you go. I bring my own vibes. They're not always appreciated. No. But I bring them. Yeah. People make the party, as they say. Don't they? Yeah. People say that. I think your mum said it to you once, yeah. People make the party. Yeah, sure. Why did my mum say that to me? Was she trying to tell me to liven up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think you take your own vibes and sit in the middle. It's a bit like when you go to a live show, isn't it? Yeah. Where, where do you like to sit? A live show, yeah. I would go the front row of the dress circle. 
oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I saw the Lion King from there. That oh. was good. Yeah. Let us know what you do, Alva. Let us know who you're seeing. And uh, I mean, it sounds like you've got a like. lot of options. Send us an audio message of a match report, please, Alva. Yes, please. We would like some correspondence from yes, you. Yes, please. Before we read this next email, Susie, Mm -hmm. we must send out a message to Harriet and Sammy Riddle. Oh, Yes, and I'll tell you for why. Harriet and Sammy, thank you for listening to the show. Try not to yawn at breakfast the next morning. It's a bit of a giveaway that you've been up late. (gasps) Right, for context, here's the message we've had from Harriet and Sammy's mum, Alison. I wanted to tell you about the huge junior fan base you have in my house. My two daughters, Harriet and Elodie, and my son Sammy, who's 10, a huge football fan. Not men's football or women's football, just football fans. And I thought you'd like to know that I regularly have to gently tell off Harry and Sammy for staying up too late on a Thursday night, lying on Sammy's bed together, listening to your latest podcast on his Alexa. It is adorable. But there are always yawns at Friday breakfast. If you could give them a shout out, it would give them the shock of their lives as they lie into bed listening to the next episode. Keep up the amazing work. Your podcast is so fantastic, wonderfully inclusive and hilarious. Hoping you might have some summer holiday gigs that we could come to. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, here Harriet we go. Harriet and Sammy, I think it's a great reason to be up late. Don't worry about yawning in the morning. Yeah. Tell your mum that Pacey and Goosey said it's absolutely fine to yawn on a Friday. It's the end of the week. Yeah, you're you the way. you get on the fumes. Oh, go for it. Honestly, that's amazing. So they all listen. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you, Harriet, Elodie and Sammy. Thank you very much for listening, but also keep listening. Keep yawning. <laughs> keep li- Our sign off to our podcast this week. Keep can't listening be, and keep yawning. Keep listening, keep yawning. Yeah. Well, no, just keep listening, but try not to yawn at breakfast. Yeah, because you're giving it, it away. You're giving it away. You're giving and it your away, mum knows. Your mum knows. Your mum knows. What a lovely message. That's so lovely. Before we wrap up, there's a bit of a Ross and Rachel break going on for the WSL. Absolutely. They were on a break! It's the fifth round of the FA Cup this weekend. Here are some eye-catching fixtures. You've got a Midlands derby with Leicester versus Birmingham. You've got a London derby with Tottenham versus Charlton. And there's Arsenal versus Man City. That's that is exciting. always going to be a good one. Really always exciting. Always going to be a good one. Brighton are coming up against Wolves. Yep. Not actual Wolves, that's no, a team. No, no, that is a team. Yeah, okay. That's a team. Because we need a manager if we're playing Wolves. <laughs> run, run! Bear Grylls. <laughs> Imagine if our new manager's Bear Grylls. <laughs> You've got Chelsea versus Palace. That's another London derby. The London City Lionesses, who we still haven't forgiven for beating Lewis. Mm-hmm. They're going up against Liverpool. Southampton versus Man United and Nottingham Forest versus Everton. Now, the WSL is back on the 16th of February where, do you know what game it is? Is it a big Chelsea game? will play Man City. <gasps> a title race. A title race. A title race. The title race. Oh, the title God, race. she goes. We're all going for a That'd title race. That'd be a tap race. number, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Emma Hayes comes out for a tap solo. <laughs> In her big coat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gareth Taylor just scatting, going, is that scatting, I think? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> That's a wrap. That's going to be a good one, that. It's going to be huge. That huge. was scatting. That was the wrap. Um, please remember, bigkickenergypod at gmail.com. Please follow us on Instagram at bigkickenergypod. This is Goosey and Pacey. We're out of here. Bye. Sammy and Harriet go to bed. Bye.